0: Another episode of Dads with Nerdy Ambitions. I'm your host, Q, and with me, pretty much as always, is my good friend, David Perry. (laughs) David, thank you for being back on the show. You are, I think, officially now a co-host of the show. I I might have some legal documents I need you to uh, sign.
1: I'll I'll write you a check. Thank you for having me.
0: As well as we have our first time, Michael Pelletier, who is a cosplayer. And you are you're a you're a nerd of many a trade, good sir. You have a lot going on in your I, life. I yeah, nerd ninety percent of my life. It just <laughs> uh, newfound glory
2: said it best. I'm an endless source of useless information. <laughs> just so got it.
0: So you you do uh, a a Twitch, you do a D D D D thing. I do. I have a D&D podcast. Uh, we do a D D Twitch
2: stream with uh, Force uh, Force Work uh, Productions. Uh, you can find us on there. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, if you just search the wandering players, we pop up, it's, uh, and all that. And then, uh, I have a Twitch stream as well that I'm so bad with social media and using it <laughs> that it's like trying to find stuff that people actually want to watch. Like I've, I've literally been playing, I've been grinding Genshin impact for like, the pe- since that came out and let me tell you it's not that much fun to watch like <laughs> what are we just running around getting like dying and stuff like it's just not fun <laughs> at least when i'm doing call of duty it was like you know okay let's see if we get a win no i'm getting lit up because i suck so <laughs> but like on on there i have a facebook page it's immortal the the immortal star lord and yeah. um yeah i follow all my cosplay uh i do a lot of charity stuff and all that through there so yeah, that's awesome. the main thing is just all doing having fun with all the charity and doing stuff for the kids. Because honestly, if I didn't, my stuff would sit in the closet for ever. So it's nice to be able to use it for more than just going to cons and all that fun stuff. So it's
0: it's nice to have an excuse to wear a costume, isn't it? Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like, ah, oh, oh, I got to do this for charity. I got to, like, I got I... <laughs> my dinosaurs like back here, you know?
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing that the nice thing about that is every time you buy something, when your wife says, "Hey, what did you buy?" You're like, "Well, we have a hospital visit coming up next week," and then because it's for the children, Gosh. they can't say anything about it. Yes, because, we go approach because the then they're, then it's they're for the, the, the children. bad guys. It's for the children.
0: So this episode, the wives can't listen to. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> doubt that. <laughs> mine probably
2: won't listen anyway.
0: It's mine. I love her and all, but so you you do, Star Lord. Uh, You're getting ready to do You were talking about off camera uh, Winter Soldier, do you want to talk a little Uh, bit about that?
2: uh, Yeah, I got my um, uh, My buddy Mark who does He does a lot of metal work He's uh, on all that, Uh, he just got a 3D printer And he's all about it So me and him are going to start working on Possibly doing a uh, Winter Soldier for me He's got a couple other things that he's been working on And uh, yeah We're doing like a little cross. Like I was saying, like a little crossover between uh, Bucky from Civil War Comic book uh with the metal silver metal arm with captain america shield on the arm instead of the red star and kind of meets uh bucky from like end game kind of with the uh with the i like his suit on that one which was very kind of simple mm. but it was like military-esque but not like very military-esque so i might just go a little bit between that so
0: it's awesome it's awesome um you have to definitely talk to David after the show because uh, he does a lot of kit bashing and like Frankensteining of all sorts of real cool stuff. It's did so you, much fun. <laughs> did you ever finish that gun, by the way, the the giant auto cannon looking thing?
1: Uh, no, I'm still waiting for some muzzle brakes on it. But as soon as I get that, my BFG put together, it'll be
0: it'll be awesome dude he makes the coolest things it's it's fun the first time we had him on the show he was sitting there pulling out he's like look at this look at this and i'm like oh my god that's so cool and then i'm like oh we're we're doing an audio we can't
2: (laughs) can't, (laughs) nobody can see what i'm looking at
0: (laughs) for the people at home it's a really big
2: gun gantley barrel gun like i have i have my nerf uh i got my nerf supply of guns that i'm actually excited that i can like just retrofit to be for winter soldier just because why not? So
1: yeah. All right, I love it. Well, awesome. and, and the other nice thing about like, about using a nerf gun as opposed to airsoft is a lot of cons don't like, it depends on the weapons policy of the con. Right? Yeah. And so some conventions, they won't let you in the door with something that looks like an actual firearm. But if it's, if it's an obvious nerf or something like that, that, that doesn't look like it could be a replica um, those, ha- those are easier to get through, uh, through the weapons check.
2: Yeah. I was going to try to find it, but, uh, I mean, sometimes it helps to have a vendor pass when I'm doing these things. And that's usually what happens with me when I'm at, like, when I was at Rhode Island comic con last, I had a vendor pass cause I was helping out my buddy's table and, uh, I did enough publicity for helping out with, uh, alter realities mm-hmm. that they, um, I was able to get a vendor pass for the show. And uh, I'm walking around, and I had to go check out security because I was doing Jane, Jane Cobb from uh, Firefly, and I have a, I have my Nerf n Strike, which is my long strike gun, which mm-hmm. looks fully assembled. It's like three feet long. It looks right. like a giant sniper rifle. It's painted black. I have blue LEDs in the in down the barrel of it and stuff. I use it for Owen for a Trank gun, but it also works for Jane because it's a big freaking gun. So right. that's that's Vera, and. Um, I walked right up to security. I was like going up to the, um, uh, I had like a foam tip I made for it to, that's painted orange and all that. And I walk right up to uh, the security guy and I'm like, hey, I just want to know if I need to get a zip tie on this gun check or whatever. And they're like, he looks at it and goes, oh, no, you're, he looks at it. He sees, sees my pass. And he goes, oh, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, okay. I, you said it. I'm going. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so well,
0: that's awesome. I can't wait to see uh, your, your whole cosplay up for the Winter Soldier. That's going to be awesome. Uh, so, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, we are talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. Episode one. Uh, overall thoughts. Amazing show. I, it has a lot of potential. Uh, it's, it's what more would I personally expected Marvel to be doing for superhero cinema or rather shows can very it's 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 very what I was expecting and it's interesting because we just came from WandaVision which was nothing what you would expect from any type of television whatsoever and I was expecting that for WandaVision I'm not going to lie we you were well, I didn't know what I was expecting I'm not going to lie I didn't when know it, what to expect when how, it was titled what, when it was titled
2: WandaVision and oh, roughly what yeah. I knew from it I was expecting some sort of like decom like I say decompart like just decompressing of Wanda's character, dealing with the fact that she actually has downtime to deal with the fact that Vision's dead. Her love of her life is dead, and dealing with grief. And, and she stuff. killed him. <laughs> and she did. She yeah. And she had to kill him, and then he got and brought back not- in front front of her eyes, and then and murdered killed by someone else. Yeah, yeah. so. But-
1: it was, what, it was you, fun watching that. The, the other way. thing is that uh, in the, if you looked b- before COVID, if you looked at the schedule, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out before WandaVision.
0: Yeah. Was it really? Yeah.
2: I I uh, so, Loki, Loki was always third. It was supposed to be, uh, yeah, uh, Bucky, and then
0: uh, WandaVision was second up. Wasn't Black Widow supposed to be the first thing that started Phase 4? Yeah, it was supposed to be Black Widow. Right. Like but but, but supposed,
1: in terms yeah. of Disney Plus, in terms yeah. of their streaming content, Falcon of the Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, and you can you can kind of tell that because the way the episode is structured, it comes across as very Marvelly. It does, right? Mm. Be, the, just the way it opens, there's it's you know it opens with with Falcon on the on the mission. It, yep. Does it open with Falcon or it opens with Falcon first? Yeah, Falcon right? open first. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it opens with Falcon on the mission and it, it goes into this, you know, this high speed chase and all this other stuff. And so in that sense, it was much more of what people expected. So when WandaVision came out, if you didn't know what WandaVision was about, and because we'd had nearly a, a year of starvation of anything MCU-ish, then people, that's why people for the first three episodes were like, what the heck is this? What yeah. what is What is going on? We don't know until it all adds up. Whereas, the, the Falcon of the Winter Soldier starts off in a much more traditional Marvel MCU-type setting.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to get something even more unique where we're with Loki coming out Loki afterwards. Loki's going to be so
2: cool. The Time Bureau, like pretty much the Time Bureau, essentially, is going to be so much
0: fun. Oh, man. I, my only concern... You know, I, I, I don't like to question... The, the genius that is Kevin Foggy. Like, he knows what he's doing. But I've never been a fan of that person, or the, the shows where they do, like, the back in time, where they're going to the same places they've already been kind of thing, yeah. where it's like that time-space continuum glitch thing. I, I'm going to give it the respect it deserves, because they've shown what they can do with a sh- making fun of sitcoms and doing sitcoms that we've all know, grown up with and loved at some point. And just blew me out of the water with that. And the first episode of the Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier, is it had a lot of there was a lot of meat there for us to chew on. There was a lot. And that's good. good. It was was so great. So I'm going to give them that respect that they deserve. And I'm going to see where it goes. Um, I mean, you've got Owen Wilson in it. He's a great actor. You're bringing back Loki. You're bringing all these characters and it's we'll see how it goes. But we're going to focus on Falcon Winter Soldier. We're going to try to stay on subject here a little it's bit. It's very hard talking talk about Marvel <laughs> State
2: on focus on just one subject matter here. But we'll go for it. It's it's We're going to attempt. It's going to be an A for effort. But <laughs> I'm going with a C- minus maybe for execution yeah. on
0: this. We'll see how it goes. So for our listeners who aren't quite familiar with the original background stories of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, now, I... I had to do a little bit of research because the, these aren't these aren't my go-to Marvel characters. These aren't my Marvel heroes, um, which is I, I think is a lot of people's like mentality on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier obviously was not really a superhero in the superhero form. He was a super for a little bit, going back to maybe two thousand five, two thousand four time frame was when he really came back in the comics. Um, before that, he was just Bucky Barnes. Um, which is not even the same of what we've seen in the Marvel no. cinema. And even how they did Falcon is very much different from how he was in comics and even older cartoons. Uh, so it's, when we look at them, they. They're, so I will be going to you guys. If you have a little more knowledge, please feel free to tell me, no, you're wrong at any time no. <laughs> with this. Um, but so Bucky Barnes was originally, he came in, at the time when every superhero had that kid sidekick too. Mm -hmm. So Bucky Barnes was this kid from Shelbyville, Indiana and whose dad was in the army and was killed or something of that sort. And he joined up, was doing everything and he was helping out captain America. And they were trying to stop. uh, I think, I think what happened to him originally was he was like, stop. They were trying to stop a drone of some Some sort. Yeah, and he stayed on, and Cap got blown into the water, and, and because you know how logic works, he got frozen into a, a meat sickle, and the Avengers eventually found him and brought him back out, and he was the uh, Kevin Hart to the <laughs> to, to the Rock Johnson there as <laughs> he a, was. in uh,
2: the Jumanji essentially. He was. Yeah, he, the was. Past, he was the weapon holder. He was. uh <laughs> You need
0: this. What do you got? I got this. Yeah, okay. It, he, go even go ha- he even had that. He was, it was almost the Batman and Robin kind of look yeah. of the comics back in the day because he had the shorty shorts and he had the little Lone Ranger mask, but it, you know, he was red, white, and blue. Well,
2: that was like uh, the appeal back then, too, was trying yeah. to get kids to relate Absolutely. more to the comics. Absolutely. And that's why, yeah, Batman got Robin, and then they're like, well, let's take Captain America. Okay, well, let's give him, you know, a little protege that can follow him around, you know? Yeah, and they're like, yeah. okay, well, here's Bucky, nice little kid <laughs> that always gets in trouble and. Cap has to go save him. Excellent (laughs) plot points. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Perfect up there. Um, And then they ended up bringing him back in 2005, uh, right around the time for the Civil War uh, comics, which were phenomenal comics. And even then, he doesn't stay Winter Soldier very long. He ends up becoming Captain America because Cap gets sniped. He (laughs) grudgingly becomes Captain (laughs) America. Yeah, he he didn't even want to become... No, he
2: only did it because Fury asked him to do to hold up the mantle. Yeah. So that way everyone would still have hope pretty much. And yeah. he was not happy about it the whole time. No.
0: So it's, it's neat to see where they're going with this very limited information character as a, an adult and even as a side character. And then you have the Falcon who in the movies was a, he, he was part of a military, like, Covet Ops, like, they used bird wings, which seems highly impractical for anything military-wise, but I digress. Seen weirder. (laughs) Everybody's
1: got an origin. Everybody has an origin. Everybody needs a story. Everyone has a gimmick.
0: (laughs) But in the comics, he was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was a leader in S.H.I.E.L.D., and he had... His wings weren't mechanical. They were not biological. Though, like because... fleshy
2: though. They were yeah. yeah. And depends on which ones you're watching. There the new show, uh, kid show they got has uh what was it the Avengers Assemble show that came out like twenty fifteen, I think, or something like that. Yeah. They had uh Falcon with a uh, kind of like Stark Techie biolum luminescent wing type yeah. thing. So and then
0: and then damn. he had he had an actual Falcon sidekick.
2: Yes. That he and can communicate he has a, telepathically.
0: Yeah. Yes, he had telepathic powers and then now he's got a drone.
2: Which so. he can communicate <laughs> via a heads up display. So I mean, where's the
0: parallel? It's fine. <laughs> I'm not, not and, and I'm not. I'm not knocking it at all. I, I I and I definitely this will go back to our, our, our last time when we talked, David, where you're like, you know, what can Hollywood do? What can they make look realistic? What can look quality versus what is, you know.
2: Yeah, tweets awkward, and story have to be made to for people to actually grasp it. If they did what the comics were, a hundred percent, people will be like, "What the <laughs> hell are we watching? Why are we watching this? This is yeah. stupid. That makes right.
1: no sense." Yeah, right. There's a certain amount of suspension of disbelief that you can buy in a comic book, yeah. and and so, some of the origin stories that they have. I mean, Captain America being frozen in a block of ice and not aging. Well, you know, the, the <laughs> Super Soldier Serum and all that other stuff. I mean. Yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch, but people will buy that up to a point. Yeah. Um, but when you see it on the screen and when they throw gazillions of dollars at it, I I, one of the things that Marvel I don't know if they get enough credit for it is they act once they establish their science. Science, they run with it. Big quotes around that, and, and they act consistently with it. Yeah. OK, so so they, they take the, the Hulk Gamma Ray origin and they just go with it, even if it, even if that doesn't hold up to a lot of scrutiny down the road. But they at least make it so that you or me, the audience, are willing to buy into it. And so they, they've they updated the origin stories for these two characters a little bit differently. You know, in the in the MCU, you know, Bucky is is uh, grew up with Steve Rogers. And he was kind of the big brother who protected him from getting beat up and, and all that. He was Much the easier big to strong explain. One.
2: Mm-hmm. Much easier well, to right. explain. People can relate to it. It's, yeah. you know, and, and that's, it's, I I always say it's like the, like Harry Potter, like Harry Potter type movies, you know, where people like the die hard readers of the books can enjoy the movies because, yes, things were tweaked in the movies. But because you had to change certain storylines for the movies to work and go forward without being hung up for like an hour on
0: elf rights. I will. I will say this. I will never argue anything they do in a Marvel or any movie whatsoever because we got excited as nerds about a movie with a guy having a gauntlet with a bunch of magic stones in it that can do everything. Yeah, so, so we we got excited and we're like, nope, magic stones, snap. Right.
1: <laughs> that oh, the, works. Well, the, <laughs> no, they weren't magic. They weren't magic. They weren't sorcery. Space they magic. They, they, they were created with the big bang you know yes. okay. the ultimate magic all right <laughs> yes but, but the but the internal logic of the mcu holds up it yeah does. they it they does.
2: never they never retcon like they don't have like one movie comes out and they go and they retcon something about it but like oh
0: that doesn't exist anymore eventually Just... they're gonna have to though eventually if they keep going there's there's something gonna have to give somewhere feige would have to die for that to happen i feel because he's got
2: that shit leveled out like he knows yes yes
1: Yes. that 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 is 100 percent right is that that the marvel the roadmap that they have and the the giant whiteboard that is you know i talk about the whiteboard in kevin feige's (laughs) basement i i'm convinced this there is one somewhere and Mm. so whatever they have planned i mean they have they have you can look at the schedule you can see marvel movies up to like 2027 or something like that
2: insane the amount of stuff they got
1: they have it all mapped out, and they, ha- they, they talk to each other, and they go in and they say, hey, in this movie, we need you to drop this, this, and this, and we need you to, to, to lay these seeds, and they do. And then the, the payoff might not be for four or five movies down the line, but it's there. And so the internal logic that whoever is writing this, wh- whoever is drawing that roadmap, they have figured out how to do away with continuity errors. Yeah, You know, and th- there are going to have probably be some things that they have to move or take away or change somebody's age and all that other stuff. But for the most part, it's done very well. And it, it is extremely re- well. And it's reasonably consistent. And that's yeah. really that's all you can ask for. I mean, going back over since from 2008 till now and then 10 years down the road. Yeah. You know, what, what else can who else can say that? You know, Star Trek can't Star Wars <laughs> doesn't, you know, they won't. But and you know what it, it's. They
0: are setting. They are giving us those little breadcrumbs. And right off the bat in the, the, the poster, the teaser posters that they were showing us, we got to see in his suit, but more of a silhouette, uh, Flag Smasher. Yep. He's right up there in the – and you didn't really – at least I, I can honestly say I didn't know, based on the trailer and before seeing the first episode, that I could tell you that that was going to be Flag Smasher. I
2: didn't either. I I didn't even think of Flag Smasher, honestly. I was thinking about all the other, like, types of uh, Cap characters that they can bring in. And, like, you know, you see Zemo with his mask over. And I'm like, yes, we got yes. Zemo with his mask. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and he, they're definitely going to play on – I thought they were going to play on him a little bit. Like, it would definitely be more Zemo-based.
0: But then, yeah, you see all, like, they're like, oh, the Flag Smashers. And I'm like, hmm Yes, and then this is the second time we've actually heard about uh, the LAF. Did they ever actually say what it stands for? I don't remember. I don't think so. But the first time we heard about it was in Captain America's The Winter Soldier. Uh, Batroc was part of the LAF. Yep. And that was the only other... It was very subtle. That was it right there. And then... It's back. (laughs) And Baltroc's back again, except this time he's whooping on Falcon. Yeah, and and so now you have... It, we're we're getting Baron Zemo, we're getting his definite look, we're getting Flag Smasher, you get to see somewhat of a costume. We get to see him as a soup, and they very subtly said his name. They go, Oh, so that's Flag Smasher. And that was it. And so nonchalantly, if you weren't yeah. listening, you wouldn't have paid attention. And and then
2: we have we have possible like well from the trailer we know it's either what is it it's either magic witches or uh our space aliens apparently according to uh falcon on what 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 these things could be like that's his checklist for what he goes Um, down for things it was like in the trailer i think he said something about uh uh it's either witches
1: um is that the sorcerers or wizards without hats
2: yeah yeah (laughs) something like that but they're you know he's trying to figure out what these guys could be or something like that, but they don't really I, go into what they're talking about. Yeah. And then the first episode, you see this one guy freaking kick a,
0: kick a dude into a light pole.
1: Yeah. And, and, and like, I, oh, I, Okay,
0: well. If it's Flag Smasher, then that would mean we're getting, uh, what was the organization? Ultimatum? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah. So well, is, here, that, is that going to be our new Hydra?
1: Here, here's the other thing, just to, to keep in, so mind, in the back of your so mind on all this. this. This show is only six episodes long. Yes. Okay. So it's it's not so, season one. Now, are there is there going to be more than one season? I don't know. Could be. There, there there certainly could be. But the other thing is with you know we talked about this. Steve, you and I talked about this the last time. Everything that the MCU does is a point on the map. It is not necessarily its own standalone thing. Right. Just like just like it, every crossover that that is in the comics is is. A Nexus to go somewhere else to to take all everything that they did in second coming and the X-Men go off and they do all this other stuff. And then that leads into, you know, whatever comes next. And so that's kind of how you have to look at this show in the same way that you looked at WandaVision. This show and WandaVision and Loki are the bridges into phase four, the phase four movies. You know, so the black. It's are there going to be tie in direct tie ins with the Black Widow movie, with the Probably Eternals not black movie.
2: Black Widow, but definitely Eternals and Spider Man is going to be a big one that they're going to have to. They're definitely opening up doors for because I don't care. I'm riding the train that there's some. It's Spider Verse. This is going to be fun. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to well, see I,
0: Tobey I, Maguire as old man Spider Man. It's going to happen. I <laughs> you know, and I agree with you, and and I. I like how they do these things, and going back to Wanda they're taking characters like the Wanda, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, and they're taking uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. They're taking these characters that, in all honesty, in reality, in the movies didn't get a lot of time. It was always focused around one of the big three: Iron Man, Thor, or Captain America, uh, or Star Lord, if you you know the the two movies that he was in. But it's focusing on those on these smaller characters. We get to delve more into their who they are as supers or living in this world of super and get to relate a little bit more to them and i really like that about winter soldier and falcon and we get that in this we get to see that you know falcon is, sam is dealing with a, a lot of financial issues on his for his family like he's trying to keep stuff alive and then he even tries using his whole, uh, you know, hey, I'm the Falcon. And they're like, yeah, that's cool, but uh, we still can't give your family money. Why don't you ask like S.H.I.E.L.D.?
2: so inappropriate. I wanted to slap Oh,
0: they've so...
2: Such a was... hard. you know why I always want to slap him. I'm like, dude, just and, be professional.
0: And it, Yeah, and then you get to see that all the PTSD that freaking Bucky is dealing with. And I don't know how you were when you... Because I know you... Mike, you watched this like what five times? Yes. I, you, David, you, you watched it once. I've seen it twice. But the first time I watched it, I was wanting Bucky to go find the guy that killed his kid. And I'm like, oh, you go find that dude. guess mm-hmm. what you should go do. And I thought he was going to go find him. And then you, they open the door, and you see it was the kid from when he was back when he was the Winter Soldier. And the kid was just like, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He legitimately was.
2: I... I had it. Uh, I kind of go in with these things, and I have a really open mind. That I know that things are going to be spelled out before the end of the episode, and I had the, I had that pegged uh, right when Bucky's date was going on. Yeah. And, she met, and when she was going down about how like how tragic it is that you lost, he lost his son, and how that's the worst thing, and then Bucky gets all upset and then takes off. I'm like,
1: Yeah, that was
2: the kid. <laughs> That's why they yeah. showed him. That was the point of it. It wasn't just but, but, some rando
1: that got murdered. Right. Th- there are no there are no accidents in the oh, MCU. Yeah. It, you know, things that you you think are intentional or unintentional or did they overlook this like you were like, you know, what you're talking about who who, who why was uh, why is Agent Wu in Westfield Westview to begin with? They don't say, but that's not an accident. That is a choice. Oh, yeah. And like you you know, like Mike you were saying, the, the, there's a reason why Bucky is befriending this old Asian man and then there's the payoff' it, it gets, he's trying check he's check trying to make
2: do, he's trying to make he's trying to make do with yes. what happened he wants to tell him but it's just it's such a tragic thing that he he knows it would just kill this man because this man's so still distraught by it even knowing the news and now now he's friends with Bucky it's like how it's just going to hurt this man twice over. And he it's, it's, it's
0: gonna be It's rotten. like
2: cap. It's like cap and iron man. It's like cap. Like when iron man finds out, he's like, and in the letter caps, like I should have told you, maybe it was me trying to protect you from, from that. Or maybe it was me trying to protect myself. Cause I couldn't bring it up to tell you. It's like, how do you deliver such tragic? It it's hard to deliver and, such tragic.
0: And news. we just came from Wanda vision, which was going through the stages of grief to yep. now we're getting financial debt, Issues and, like trying to hold on to our childhoods, and we're getting PTSD and you know dealing with our demons. This is a lot of emotion and feels that Disney and Marvel has been throwing at us, and it's it's very well done. And uh, Fegi has said that every all these are going to be like six,
2: like essentially any of the shows are all six hours total footage okay. that you can watch. However, they break that up is how they break it up, but it's six hours of stuff. I'm like, thank you. That's like two movies. I'm okay with that. This is mm-hmm. enough.
0: It was, and it's it's very well done. You're not, you're getting a lot of things at once, but you're also being well distributed out, and to where it's not overbearing with you. And the quality that we're receiving, and like I said, this it's movie, movie quality,
1: it's and that's very much, that's the bottom line. It, it's it's movie yawn. quality. Oh yeah, yeah. but they, but told in a longer form that they can do that because people would not have sat in a movie theater for two one to two one movies. Yeah, no. But but you'll watch it nine weeks in a row at 45 minutes a pop. So
0: looking at that, then let's 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 like break this down a little bit more. Let's look at Falcon and Winter Soldier as characters based on this show. What are your from what you've seen previously to what we're looking at now? What are your thoughts on Falcon or Winter Soldier? Do you relate to them more? Do you like them more? Do, is do you, has anything changed for you? What are your thoughts on them?
2: I've always liked the characters. I like that they're putting Sam in a position to step up, uh, and you're definitely seeing him deal with the struggle of how do I follow in Captain America's shoes? It's like he was friends with Cap. They they were close. Like he helped Cap find Bucky. He understands the relationship, and it's like, you know, Cap looks at him and goes, you know, it's like it feels like someone else's shield. It feels like it belongs to someone else. And Cap goes, it's not. It's pretty much telling them it, it, this is yours, bud. like this is I want you and like how many times did you see like Falcons walking around the, the exhibit there and like the caps pointing and it's always pointing directly towards like Falcon. It's like they they're leading up to it and I really I really want to see that moment where like we get to see Falcon shed the Falcon name and he becomes Captain America. I feel like end game of it. That's that's the play. I also think Torres is going to become the Falcon because that's technically who he is in the comics as well. Mm. So you got—I'm thinking there's going to be a nice shedding, and they already seem to have a nice relationship. uh, At least what you see with him, kind of when they were, you know, sipping on tea or whatever they were sipping on when he was working on Red Wings, uh, whatever. Mm. Um, The two of them have a very nice relationship, and I'm really hoping that you know this is the start of a new Avenger we got going here. You know that he can he's going to come in as falcon falcon's going to shed the name and come as come in as the captain america but still you know, how he was in the comics still has the wings he's just got the red white and blue outfit and he's throwing a shield that he feels uncomfortable with
0: the whole time i mean they did they've done something like that they did uh war machine as iron patriot which was actually kind norman of osborne yeah it was really norman osborne but it was like that's not right but whatever you know yeah. whatever We'll let this one slide.
1: They, they, they didn't have the rights to Norman Osborn. Yeah, that's, that's right. Oh, my they, God. Because yeah, they, it was owned they, by they Sony.
2: Didn't have it yet. They, no, but still it,
1: is owned by Sony. The MCU right. does not have the rights to Norman Osborn. That's and the why only Spider-Man's reason on Disney Plus. And the only reason why they're getting the right to use Spider-Man is because they cut a deal with Sony to pay yeah. Sony their money. Oh Sony God, till, still, still technically that, has too. the right to all of the Spider-Man stuff.
0: As long as they let him in the sandbox every once in a while to play with us, I'm okay with it, you know? Money, You're right? Money. So, okay. Now let's look at Winter Soldier. Let's look at Bucky Barnes from, like I said, he, he was the bad guy. He was in the Captain America for about 10, 15 minutes total. I would—that's being very gratuitous. Uh, well, let's go with a solid ten. Uh, then he falls off a train and dies. Well, for dies, air quotes, goes Correct. in popsicle. Um, then dragged away but, by Zemo. We find yeah, out
1: later, or whatever.
2: He is,
0: he is
1: not not Zemo. Um. Uh,
0: oh, not Zemo.
2: Sorry. Uh, uh Zoloff. Hydra. Or, yeah. yeah. Someone from Hydra drags him off, and Zoloff works on him. Yeah.
0: Then we get him yes. as the Winter Soldier, and he is the bad guy. Bad mm-hmm. air quotes again. And then we get him in Civil War, and he's he's not the. the he's like he's disjointed. Essentially, he's yeah he's trying to he, fight his programming essentially and he is he is the straw that broke the camel's back is really what i was trying to get at because he was that last bit of catalyst that that set it off because he was trying to do something good and then he still didn't quite get it off properly and it just it kind of de-escalated for him and then we get a little bit in uh end game and so Now we have him as a full-fledged character. So we got him a lot more than we did, I would say, Scarlet Witch. And we've gotten to see him evolve a little bit more. But I really feel like we're getting to see a whole different side of this character. Especially dealing with all of his demons. And I think that's really interesting. I think it's neat and exciting. And I'm already a lot more satisfied with how the show is going. Because... When I originally saw it, thought of this, I thought it was going to be like two cops kind of show where it's like, oh, we can't work I together. Still want,
2: I still want my buddy, my buddy cop comedy. All
0: right, it's. It, I don't. I, I'm still waiting for that. I don't
2: want it. I don't. I That's want, where it's going. It's, well.
0: I don't. Yeah, I, think uh, so t- I think we're gonna get a taste. I think we're gonna get a taste of it. I so, w- I was afraid when the beginning when they saw the second trailer that uh, was it a super the Super Bowl trailer or whatever yeah. the full fledged. Yeah, it made it the buddy cops, but we're not really we we're not buddies. We're com- but we are buddies eventually. And I didn't want that because that's been done. That's been beaten by like a dead horse. And Marvel's better than that. It's like how they did sitcoms. They took sitcoms, and they made it better. They, they did something
2: better Then that's how it's going to go. But it's as long as it's good. light
0: and not just so, full-fledged buddy cop. My theory,
2: my theory on it is, um, so the interaction, cause if you watch the, uh, the Avengers, uh, thing they have on Disney plus where before the, the things came out, they released, um, like how they had Wanda, they had Wanda and they had vision. There's like a, a segment you can watch or whatever. I forget the freaking name of it. It's like, it might even be assembled. Or is that the thing that came out after Wanda? It came Either out. way. Um, so they, have, they had Wanda and they had Vision when, those sh- when that show came out. And then right before uh, Falcon came out, they, had, they released Falcon and Bucky. So I watched both of those. I'm like, all right, cool. And then they released Zemo and Agent 13 as well into it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now, what I'm hoping happens is what we're going to see is we're going to see the, the playfulness between the two of them, which is more of what you saw in, Captain, in uh, where the car scene you know, where they're, where Bucky's in the back of the car. He's like, can you slide your seat up? And Falcon's like, no. And then he, like, scoots over. And then, you know, Agent 13 kisses Cap. And then you turn over and you see the two guys like, yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you get to the scene where they're at the airport. And, um, you know, they're getting their butts kicked by Spider-Man. And then Falcon, like, sends him away by sending Red Wing at him. And then Bucky just looks at him like, you couldn't have done that before? And Falcon's just like, I hate you. It's just... <laughs> Yes. Like that's the relationship that's going to be. It. It's just like they respect each other to the point, but it's just
0: yeah. <laughs> they're two different. As, people. as as long as it's okay. So yes, I did enjoy those, and yes, I want to see more of those. But I'm I'm worried. I don't. Well, I'm not worried anymore. But I was worried it was going to be something we've already seen a million times, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what I want to avoid. And but like I said, what we've gotten of this. Bucky Barnes of this winter soldier is very interesting. He's trying to reconcile. He's trying to, you know, fix his mistakes. He's trying to better atone. himself. Yes.
1: He's, yeah. he, he needs, he wants atonement.
0: Yeah. He wants to be able to sleep at night
2: yes. with what he's done. And that's, you know, that's his check. That's his checkbook.
1: Right. And, and even though he knows, I, he knows that everything that he did, whether it was killing the Starks or whether it was, you know, it sounds very game of throne ish. Or, or killing, you know, killing this kid. Uh, he did it because Hydra programmed him to. I mean, that's that's his out. But he still he still knows that he's the one that pulled the trigger, and mm-hmm. whether he did it of his own volition or if because he was brainwashed, that he still, like you were saying, he wants to get to the point where he can go to sleep at night and not, you know, not wake up in a cold sweat because yeah. that's what's happening.
2: I bet we also see a progress with him where how he sleeps. Like right now we're seeing him, he's sleeping on the floor. Like that's the yes. soldier in him. That's what Falcon even said to yes. Cap, you know, it's your bed. You're it's too it's too soft, you know? So I think see we're gonna see him sleeping yes. on the floor right now. And I bet like later as of the episode of Dubai, we might even see him sleeping in a like on the couch or maybe on a bed or something that proves that maybe he's getting more comfortable. And that would be like a subtle thing that happens and everyone's gonna be like, Oh, this is him as he's coming to terms with it. And yeah.
1: And and hopefully, I mean if if, if I'm writing this. Hopefully he's not doing that in the next five episodes that that might be no, no. he he might be on the couch or in the easy chair by episode six. And it might be right. season three that he's in a bed.
2: Right. Because, yeah, it's not going to be this. His story arc coming to atonement It's not going to be. I don't think they're going to close it off in this one season.
1: No, no, no you're right. They're not. No. It, because it's it's got to go somewhere it's got to go to the next movie or the next yeah, the next spot go, on the map
0: we gotta go for secret wars i feel you know that's where we're going for oh right? so so but he and, and before i get into that tangent it's he, he even said the 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 happiest moment of his life or it was the, the happiest moment was his time in wakanda and he even talked about that where he was just you know sitting there holding a what was it a baby goat or baby sheep in his yeah. like one arm and everything and they come over to him and they're like hey it's time to to get the wolf and they pop it open and he's like all right who do i gotta Where, kill <laughs> yeah. you know what did but he it say first, it's i think
2: it's like where's the war or something like, yeah. that. <laughs>
0: something like
1: that and then like he, he said, said that, that
2: it's coming or something like that yeah
1: but he said when he was in wakanda that was the that was the first time in a hundred and something years he hadn't been fighting yeah yeah, yeah
0: that's he goes from war to war to war, and that's that's savage, man.
2: Oh. Well, yeah, he's on ice in between. He's pretty much on ice in between usage. Yeah. So yeah, like he, like he, it's frozen. Wakes up, got to deal with you know, no one, no guy likes being that cold. So yeah. he's, I'm sure it's upsetting. <laughs> so he's just angry anyway. That's why he's all
0: pistol happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but i I we didn't get to see his arm in this one at all either, and in uh, the yeah, the poster. Yeah, and in the in the the poster, he has a brand new arm. It's all black with the silver lining on it, which looks yeah, really gold. really cool. Yeah. Oh, was it gold? All right. It it, gold. In uh,
2: yeah, in Wakanda, it was um, it was black and gold. Yeah. Uh, the gold's the inlay on the inside. That's of the right. That's right.
0: And so we didn't get to see that this time yet. We haven't got to see that yet.
2: Well, he just got pardoned, so like this <laughs> takes like what this is like a month after, pretty much. Six months, uh, I think. Six yeah, months after Endgame. Right, so like he just got pardoned, so he's probably not flaunting the fact. He's probably still like living mm-hmm. incognito with the the hood over, and he's just like trying not to go out and stuff. He's, I don't think he's gonna be trying to like flaunt the fact he has a metal arm for yeah. to look at that and go, "Oh, you're that guy."
0: Yeah, and shield
2: so, my child and walk away.
0: <laughs> so we did know this originally chronologically. This was supposed to take place in in release order. It was supposed to come when we discussed this before wandavision now based on all the information though that we have do you still believe that this takes place before or during or i think it takes place at the same time as wandavision's going down
2: it could i think it i think it takes place after because i feel like wanda went right to uh after the events of endgame if i was a grieving widow I would be trying to find my husband. So I'm, I want to say that after Endgame happened, Wanda went to go find Vision, especially after she had just come back after five years, you know, and all that. So she wants to bury her husband. She's not going to lollygag for six months trying to wait for.
0: No, but she said she this. she'd been coming in and, and I'll, I'll argue this, that she said she'd been coming in and she, trying to get to Vision's body. 'Cause so it's sword took time. Sword took time to to delve up and get to where they were. I I wanna say I, I will argue maybe WandaVision took started off a little bit before, but I feel like these maybe took place. These are all the low-key soups yeah. heroes they're, they're, dealing with everything after this is what happens after before the next Avengers movie. This is what their their lives are.
2: So how long do you it's, think so, How long do you think Sword's been around?
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you want to run down that that rabbit hole? I
2: uh, think it it's been Mo- around for. Well, Mo- Maria
1: Rambo was a founding member.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and we know we know uh, and we Shield's know, been around,
0: uh, so we haven't seen a hammer. Marvel was,
2: Captain Marvel was the '80s. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely been around since the '90s, and yeah. that's how it kind of always was in the comics. You had Sword and Shield. Shields. So Shield was to protect Earth from extraterrestrials all that stuff and you had sword was essentially the offensive side of it out in space
0: and then there's hammer and then there's the midnight suns and there's yep. oh. west coast avengers and then there's all these <laughs> things great lake avengers i would love to see like a west coast avenger like just you like a,
2: the ragtag team man just like the different not thor and all the good not those, but just like roadie and a handful of others just Souping up together for a for a kick
0: ass movie it would be great. Give them time. Give them time. They might actually give us the Great Lake Avengers. Do you, are you familiar with those guys? Nah, hundred percent. No, I I know of them. They're, I have. If I turn like my camera around, it doesn't bee- matter
2: anyway. They're, they're
0: they're like the they're not even the b heroes. They are the, you know, the guys that got left at the. They came to the party like three hours night. after it Let ended. It oh yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Uh, they have
2: the uh, whole Marvel encyclopedia that
0: is like what one through fi- volumes one through 15
2: yeah <laughs> david you, so i you know of saying? i know of things but like a lot of it is just i don't i haven't read a lot of the comics like that i know a lot of characters and a lot of it's like i'll go in big oh i know let me go do some reading and i'll flip it open i'll just binge like three pages of a character and i'll just be like oh okay that makes sense and then if, like, it'll mention uh, in the reference sides, it'll be like, oh, refer to this comic, this comic, this comic. And I'll go get that. Li- I'll download that line of comics and I'll read it. Yeah. So many
1: characters.
0: <laughs> David, you look like you wanted to say something over there earlier.
1: Well, you know, we were ta- we started off talking about timelines and whether, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Monica, Ram- Monica Rambo goes to Sword six weeks after she comes back. Because mm-hmm. Hayward tells her, he, he says, "You're the first one back, yep. right?" So there's a short time after that. So maybe Wandavision might be two months, two months after Endgame.
0: Okay,
2: but that's and then you also got to remember too that's uh that's the, by the time they decide to send Monica out to it, right? No, and then
1: she, she 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 goes to she she goes to Sword six weeks after. Right. So then you're right, but she's still grounded, and so. It's not long after she first goes back that they send her to Westview. So 2-3 months, I would say WandaVision is 2 or 3 months after Endgame. And if we and I what I think they I, I thought I heard the sisters say was or that that they're now 6 6 months Falcon of the Winter Soldier is 6 months after Endgame. So th- what's the time frame of Wanda WandaVision takes place over the course of maybe a week? Yeah, Not so that
0: definitely yeah. is after.
1: But in but in terms of the release, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to t- was supposed to be released before. It yeah. was supposed to be the first thing that came back because it and you know we, uh, we talked about this off camera, but it feels went from the start it feels much more MCU-ish. It see it it feels more like the movies do the, just the way it leads off. And so I think in terms of the in the grand scheme of things, when they released it, it was going to be much more friendly to the casual viewer than WandaVision was because WandaVision, if you didn't know what was going on or didn't expect it or weren't willing to sit through the first three episodes, you had to get to episode four to get the full dive into the MCU part of WandaVision. With, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's, it's racing out of the gate. Yeah. But I feel
2: that's well, that's why they were smart to release the first two episodes of WandaVision, just so that way people understood that it was gonna shift. Yes. And that and then the second one you got the color red was showing up and then like they the, the thing went full color after that.
0: Yeah, they and so, they, they, they did do that on they totally did everything that on purpose. They had the they yes. didn't have the original intentions to release the first two episodes because they were originally going to release the entire thing and then they decided not to. It's uh And so they did. All right, let's get the first two episodes out to making sure everybody got to understand a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and then
2: everyone was, I know a lot. I know some people were upset that they're only half hour episodes, but I'm like, it's called WandaVision. And the whole premise of it is that they're basing on sitcoms. Sitcoms back in the day were like 20 minutes. Well, total total 20 minutes of actual show, but it was like 30 minutes of a runtime. Yeah. And did you guys uh, watch the uh, behind the scenes assembled thing
0: about WandaVision, how they actually filmed it in front of a live audience? Yes. And yeah, they uh, it was mostly like but now it's really cool. But I found out it's mostly it was mostly like family members and friends of friends of friends of friends. However, it's still still cool. Still cool. But in the fact that they were still able to keep it silent on the DL was really awesome.
1: when you have the Disney NDA and the, <laughs> the, the threat of Disney lawyer retribution, you, people tend to keep their mouth shut. They did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: like I said, we didn't get, we got to see the characters, Captain or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, we got to experience them a little bit. We didn't get to see them team up yet, which is absolutely fine. I want to see these characters to evolve and to develop. Uh, based on the information that we do have, where do you see it going down the line? How do you, what are your predictions for the next episode? I or feel go next like, couple, because this will come yeah. out next day.
1: Well, there are only, there are only five. Epi- I mean, there are only five more episodes. Yeah. The, their paths have to cross. There has to be some, there has to be some overlap between, uh, the, the flag smashers and whatever's going on with. Bucky Barnes and his flashbacks or therapy or whatever he's doing Uh, you and we also you know the therapist also talks about that Sam is reaching out to Bucky and Bucky is not responding um, for whatever reason so I I think in the next episode something is going to happen to or around Bucky that is going to bring him back not necessarily to the Avengers but it's going to bring him and Sam back together so that they can go off and and do this this buddy cop thing uh, together I wouldn't be surprised if it's Zemo, because Zemo seems to be,
2: like, right. Cat, or uh, Bucky has a relationship to Zemo, and if Zemo turns out to be, like, maybe the puppeteer behind Flag Smasher, and is maybe, like, using them, because, yeah, we see, you know, Zemo does kill the all the other Winter Soldiers, but does he? Do we actually, we see the bullet holes, but who's to say that maybe they're not dead, maybe that he repurposed them, to be yes. like he woke him up and now they're why we're seeing super powered, you know, people. Um,
1: D- well, let me ask you this, because I, I, I don't know that much about I. I quit reading most comics after the art got expensive in the late 90s. Uh, <laughs> I, I basically gave up after X-Men Age of Apocalypse and I never was ever really an Avenger. But is Bucky Barnes, is he an actual superhero does, or does does he have superpowers? because i would make the argument that iron man does not have superpowers
2: no iron man does iron man's like batman they they have their, <laughs> they have expensive gadgets that they that they are
1: really they're really smart, smart and they're really yeah. rich
0: so convenient so yeah. convenient
1: but but i mean aside okay so he had did he he didn't have the super soldier serum or he didn't have the hydra equivalent the, did he in
2: Bucky no not when he was Bucky Barnes the kid wonder or even when he was like a teenage version that they had it wasn't when he came back as winter soldier i believe it was presumed that he did have some kind of super soldier or some version of it that uh, modified him but he didn't have he always had the metal arm that was his that was his staple and that was kind of like his shield like he didn't okay. need a throwing shield he had a punching shield that he was gonna and he was uh he was always like a uh, as you see it in this sh- in the episode where he's taking out the all the uh the people with you know the way he's taking them out. he's very tact tactical moving mm-hmm. he's a uh, marksmanship is on point and that's just that's always been his character he's that's how he's always been portrayed and okay. then yeah now you get him and then how they were kind of explaining it in this Ah, uh, Cap said. I believe in that. He, he said Zolo must have um, did some experiments on him and whatever. So we assume that it's the Winter Soldier program that we had seen in the, the obviously the Winter Soldier movie. That something something similar to that had happened to Bucky. He was the he was trial one, and then it kind of worked with him. So now they're trying to do it with they were trying to do it with those six other uh, assassins, and they succeeded. So yeah. who's to say they
0: didn't do it with more? It's true. Uh yeah, he in the comics he was just really good assassin. He had amnesia and he was had, knew a bunch of languages. He was just well, really really good in hand to hand martial combat. So he really so, wasn't so is Black a Widow. super. Yeah. So but he wasn't a super other right. than
1: Okay.
0: he was modified with the arm other than yep. that. So he was yeah, that that's so, about it.
1: So yeah. at most at most he's a cyborg.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Pretty okay. much.
0: Yeah, and comic wise anyways. Okay. Yeah. Um So the one last thing we didn't touch on, and I can't believe we didn't touch on it, uh, because it was the biggest WTF moment I think of the entire episode, was the 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 fake Captain America at the end. Oh, Oh, you mean U.S. Agent? The U.S. Agent? Yeah. yeah.
2: The the biggest dude that they the casting on that was on point because I've never wanted to punch a dude in the face. (laughs) Then when I saw that chin on that gentleman just smile at the camera like I'm wanted you know, know who
0: that is right uh looks familiar and i can't i thought it was i thought it was matt smith when i first saw it but i and yeah no 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 i had to go look it up i i know the guy but i don't know who he, I, he's, I can't he's remember
1: why wyatt, wyatt russell who is the son of kurt russell and goldie Hawn. oh that's that's, that's why that shit right. looks so familiar it's <laughs> ego <laughs> yes <My father.
0: laughs>
1: and, and and you know the the, the introduction of u.s agent I mean, is, is, is the logical next step. And that's also, you know, we were talking about what's, what's Falcon's arc. Falcon's arc is he, he has to have this internal struggle to feel worthy of being Captain America. Well, and, and you know, he, the, one of the first things he does in the movie is he gives up the shield, yeah. which I, plot points aside, I have a problem with him turning the shield over to the Smithsonian. Because I feel like he would never do that. If he was going to get, if he didn't want the shield, he would not have given it to the Smithsonian or the United States government. He would have given it to the Avengers. So, yes, I agree with you, but, but but they, but they needed, they needed to get it in the hands of someone else and they're giving it to the U S agent. Okay. So that's where the government but that's where the
2: guy real quick. That was where the guy, uh, when Bucky turned it in or when Falcon turned it in, there is that government official or whatever goes, you did the right thing. You made the right choice, implying that this that he buck that it, clearly Falcon's been talked to, and that maybe someone planted a seed in his head that maybe he should turn it in, like maybe he shouldn't pick it up. And then that's why he turns it into the Smithsonian and now
0: instantly they are you, they already have a cap picked out. Like it's very convenient. It is convenient. So well, Educate me though, before you guys delve too deep, because I want the, the I know the listeners are going to want to know who he is. I'm not familiar with US Agent. Who is US Agent? In the comics, US Agent kind of filled a void
2: uh when Cap kind of walked away for political reasons. Cap got oh, when he became to, nomad?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. that was
2: after he kind of walked away. And then when US Agent filled in, then he turned into nomad because to, you know, whatever. There is a whole lineage on that too and it's so many story arcs of that so uh pr- long story short he pretty much just took he filled in the space that Captain America left when Captain America left because he still needed as they say in the, they say in the show too like we need that hope we need that that there needs the imagery Captain America yes so this was the government's way of being like well let's get the shield out there here's this guy throw him in there
0: and Is he a bit of a zealot uh over
2: patriotic. He's well, he's Uncle Sam is the line. He will do whatever Uncle Sam tells him to do. And that's where it kind of gets him in trouble sometimes with Cap, where Cap would veer sometimes, you know, uh oh, that doesn't sound right to me. And he'd follow his gut. Uh US agent's gonna follow what the what his uh superiors tell him to do.
1: Oh, okay. And and wasn't was not US agent didn't they he have some version of the super soldier serum? I believe
2: so. Are modified somehow,
1: right? So he he didn't fully have all of everything that Captain that that Steve Rogers got. When Steve Rogers was given the Super Soldier Serum, he had accelerated healing. He had super strength. He had better reflexes. Yeah. He had the ability to take that shield and bounce it off things in a way that's very convenient. It always seemed to boomerang back to him. But but he got superpowers. So Captain America is a superhero, and so. They, everybody, including Red Skull and the United States government and the Russians, were trying to duplicate the super soldier serum, and U.S. Agent got some version of that. And then yeah, he's
2: like, it's like the B type,
1: <laughs> right? And and weren't wasn't there a, a couple of storylines where he kind of went went crazy? I mean, because he was always overzealous, and where. Where Steve Rogers would never torture anyone. Steve Rogers has Steve Rogers has the moral in the comics and in the movies. He has the moral compass of Mister Rogers.
0: I mean, He's that's, the that's just Scout. It. The, he the, is there, the Boy Scout.
1: There, there is the North Star, and there is Steve Rogers, and that's it, right? But but U.S. Agent didn't, didn't have that, and he was he was could be overzealous, and he would he would cross the line because, like you were saying, he would just he would do whatever he thought was in the best interest of the United States. And, you know, sometimes you got to you got to break a few eggs to to make an omelet. So um, we got some we got to in
0: this episode we did. We got a, it took, what, four or five episodes before we got uh, Spectrum or Photon, whatever she's going to go with as we brought in. Ag- we had Agatha yeah. Harkness. I'm
2: hoping it, I'm hoping it's Photon and it's she's she's going to be a fun character to watch. And like I said, I like I love that these shows are introducing new potential adventures to yeah. fill in like holes we're, that some of them are leaving which is we're great. seeing
0: potential characters and we're seeing uh villains and like i said we're getting flag smasher we're getting possibly we're getting ultimatum we are seeing baron zemo come back and now we have u.s agent who which is fun because i like when i don't know a character what really. side well. he's on <laughs> yeah and this is going to be fun too so we're getting to see a lot of stuff that's going to be delving out and I'm excited, especially considering this was only, what, 46 minutes of yep. cinematography. I'm also, curious,
2: I'm also curious on what shield this is, because the shield that Cap gives Falcon is obviously a new shield, because Cap's shield gets absolutely destroyed in Endgame. And if you look at the front of the shield, it has little notches around the white part that wasn't in the original shield. The original shield was a clean like just painted surface shield. This one has like graphics in the star, the uh, around, like I said, around the rim, you see these little holes that are like notched specifically around one of the rings. So this is a different shield. I don't know if it's a vibranium shield or if it's like something different from the timeline that cap stayed in with, uh, with Peggy or what,
1: but what, what happened to Steve Rogers in that time between when he's dancing with Peggy Carter and when he shows back up in Endgame?
0: no idea (laughs) we'll find out in loki
1: probably i mean we we could (laughs) know we could because i I don't think
2: they really have to explain it that much like we we obviously know that he he created a branch timeline selfishly air quotes to live to take a play out of stark's book where you know he wanted to create a life and he decided that you know what i'm gonna do this and i i don't care what anyone says bucky knew the game plan because bucky when cap didn't come back Bucky was not shocked. Falcon's looking around. He's like, woo, woo. and Bucky's just like smirks and kind of like turns his head and then nonchalantly points over to uh, Sam and goes, Hey, look at that bench over there. It's an old man sitting on there. You should probably go check it out. But <laughs> right. He knew the plan. That's why he never said bye to Bucky. He said bye
1: to Falcon. He didn't say bye to Bucky. Right. But, at, but at some point, sometime between him going back in time, and him showing back up on the bench, he has a brand new shield. Like mm-hmm. you said, we, we don't know if it whether it's vibranium or something else. Um, I I can't imagine. I can't imagine that the U.S. government would have just let Falcon give a fully vibranium shield to the Smithsonian. Well, that's why they got it back. You know, but like I said, it just as as a as a character point. I don't know why he gave it away. If he's going to give it away, he would have given it to the Avengers and kept it at the Avengers headquarters and not let not let the U.S. government be tempted into taking it back (laughs) and giving it to the, you know, the next guy that just happens to be.
2: Let the Avengers find the next Captain America or someone to to pick up the shield, you know, like. But then the Avengers are still technically under what the Segovian cords are still a thing. So they're probably still tied up under that because Falcon makes a point of that when he's flying. Or, that you know, no, no accords to be are
0: nothing. No uh, treaties left? are broken or whatever. So who's left of the big three that ruled everything? Thor's doing his own thing right now. He's up in space with with uh, he's, with the, Iron uh, Man's the, dead. He's with the uh, the Asgardians, you know. Yeah, Iron Man's dead, and Cap is old. So yeah. Hawkeye,
2: uh, you still got Hawkeye still doing. Yeah, his, uh, he's still really, who's
0: show. gonna listen to Hawkeye? Let's be. Hey, he was better he off was as for-
2: Ronan. He openly admits that he is just a. In Ultron, he goes, "I'm a guy with a bow and arrow," and this yeah. none of this makes, <laughs> makes sense. No, no, you're right. And <laughs> then
0: Black Bruce Widow, Banner. she's gone. She's yep. soulstone. She's
2: well, he's still so, Hulk's
0: still hanging. But Hulk's alive. Smart, smart Hulk. Sorry, Smart yeah, Hulk. Smart Hulk still. But so that's it. And and what's Ant Man up to? Doctor Strange. Know. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah, but he's but going his. Uh, he's still got the. He he's not an Avenger. Doctor Strange is an well, Avenger. Ro- and Rhodey,
2: Rhodey's still an Avenger. He's there too. Yeah. So, so but you, you, really got, so you don't have all, You don't have a no, lot no, of team. You there. don't have the. You don't have the core like ones that we've grown up with so far mm-hmm. with these movies. You know, mm-hmm. that we've grown into love. We got a lot of the a lot of the B teams been promoted to A team status, <laughs> and I feel like we're gonna have to, we're gonna deal. This is what we're dealing with, and what the movie, what these shows, I feel are introducing us to new characters they want so captain marvel's do off doing her thing well you know what hey here's photon guess what she has almost all the same powers as captain marvel just a hair different and she's just a badass
0: like i'm cool with this let's so
1: black black panther is also still alive
0: yeah oh that's true but yeah
1: because in the mcu has not dealt with the death of chadwick boseman
2: right even though they have said that they're they they're not going to recast. Him. They're not going to recast them. So something's going to happen with that storyline that is going to bring some tears. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Because because like like Captain America, someone has to be Black Panther. Yeah.
2: I'm all for I'm all for Shuri doing it. I want Shuri. See she she is, does in the comics. She does yep. take a,
1: well both. Uh, well, uh, yeah. She she's definitely black. does in the comics. And
2: she's she's Iron Man smart too. So it's like yes. Actually, she might even be smarter. She makes fun of she makes fun of her and uh, she makes fun of a. Uh, Uh, freaking uh, Banner and and, uh, and Iron Man. It's like, oh, I'm sure you did the best you could. Oh, oh. So So, so I thought they were gonna make Shuri
1: the new Iron Man.
2: Oh, I thought so too. Uh, But but you have Iron Heart and Iron. I feel like if they went that way, they might go Iron Heart. And Riri Williams is a fantastic choice because she is Tony Stark smart in the comics. (laughs) She's she's that smart, so she'd be a fun one to bring in. She'd be a teenager essentially,
1: and then or the 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 kid from iron man 3 harley the kid from yeah. iron man 3 iron man. Why, why why was he at the funeral montage for tony stark
2: it took there me are... a minute to figure out who he was too i, I do who he was right off right of because i of remember course I, you like, did. He, of it, course she did it looked it looked the same to me like i'm like he was off standing by himself he looked the same like just a grown up version of harley i'm like okay he's right, there. but, but now 6 feet tall but yeah. there, are,
1: there are no coincidences in marvel never is nope. why why did they bring him back
2: it wasn't simply because him and Iron Man had a had a moment. Or in uh, oh, what was it that he says to him when he pulls off when the kid's like, "I'm cold." He goes, "I know because we're connected." And he pulls off like rips away from him. <laughs> like they had them. They had like that the relationship where, like I said earlier, I enjoyed seeing Iron Man as the mechanic, as like the thinker. We know Harley's. Uh, he's a good thinker. He was. He was designing stuff like he knew how he had a good head on his shoulder as a mechanic side of it, at least. I would like to see a young Avenger movie personally. Hawkeye's daughter, all of them. Mm -hmm. That was actually one of my favorite animated um, Avenger movies was the young Avengers where you had where you had, you know, Captain Man's
1: daughter. She's, you know,
2: they've recast her as a as another actress. Yeah, because she's well, yeah, because she she didn't blip out. So she's five years older.
0: So, yeah, they had to recast her what I'm getting from this conversation and what I was trying to say earlier is I, w- <laughs> I know because we just go on these little tangents. So we need our tinfoil hats. We're only one episode in, we need to get them ready guys, because I'm still got- riding
2: my, I'm still riding my Mephisto. <laughs> are are right?
0: It's still
2: that still a thing you, you yeah. can't bring those kids and not have him
0: be there. Oh I'm my, sorry. It's, it's there's so much stuff that they're doing. So right. much. Kevin Kevin Foggy just keeps us guessing, and I love it. And all the devil children, like <laughs> even spawn. Let's be serious. I know. I want I know it. I want great. it. Great. Uh, but let's go ahead and wrap it up. Up, uh, Mike. Do you have anything going on in the near future that you have would like to talk about? Uh, pretty much. I know- like I said, for me right now, it's just
2: my uh with COVID and all that. Where I've uh, been kind of delving into my D
0: and D campaign. Um, well, we'll definitely get all the, the links and information for that. Uh, David, uh, anything with the Mandalorians since, uh, a couple weeks ago? <laughs> Is anything?
1: No, nothing, nothing's changed. Although with, uh, with the vaccine rolling out, um, and becoming more widely available, uh, a lot of events that got canceled last year, uh, in the first half of this year are remaining canceled, but it, a lot of them have rescheduled to the back half of this year. And it looks like, um, a lot of the larger conventions and a lot of events are probably going to happen. I hate to, I hate to make any predictions like that. You mm-hmm. know, force majeure could always come back into play, but, yeah. um, but I know that, that, that we, as a club, we're, we're ramping back up to be able to do some more troops that are done in a, in a way that's, you know, socially distant and safe, but that can still happen. Uh, you know, we, we've done some, a couple of local parades and we've done some virtual, uh, events, but, you know, I'm look, just looking forward to things like Dragon Con or, or you know, uh, absolutely, or Phoenix City Comic Con or some or Phoenix Comic Con or Emerald City or some of these other events, uh, maybe from August to the, the end of the year. Uh, hopefully we can get some of those things in. Um, other than that, there's not a lot of other news, at least for us in terms of the Star Wars clubs. But, yeah. um, you know,
0: I always love to ask and I always love anything you guys do. You always do great stuff. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, so, all right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, and follow to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you are listening to us on Audible, Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod and on Twitter at NerdDNAPod. And I'm actually going to be getting on to my Twitch in the near future. I am actually going to be utilizing it for the uh, Eldritch Foundry. We're going to be doing some uh, D&D campaign videos for them and everything so we're actually going to be able to actually use it yeah no i'm excited Uh, i've actually gotten a lot of hell for not using my twitch so you can now start looking at my twitch in the near future we're going to be doing it uh, at nerd dna podcast and as always i'm steve with me tonight is dave and michael guys thank you so much for being on the show tonight thank you for having me had a blast thank you